This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Summer Breakfast on SEN. Oh yes, here we go again. Welcome everybody. Summer breakfast. Great to have your company on this Monday morning. It is the week of Christmas. This time next week, Christmas Day. But for now, the 18th of December and great to have you on board. Just tick past 6 o'clock, of course, today on the McCafe menu. Ian Healy is going to join us as we wrap up the first test Australia Pakistan, as Tony Gregg would have said, uh, over there in Perth. Gareth Hall as well. Just a small matter of uh, Damien Ola. Damien Oliver riding off into the sunset in spectacular fashion over in Perth at the weekend. All of your calls throughout the show, one 736 And texts, I'm assuming, as well on the 40 Wings Temper, 0433-981116. Sam Edmund with you, as is my old mate, the sporting legend of this country, Simon O'Donnell. G'day, Scoop. Good morning, Sam. Good, happy Monday to you and to all our listeners. Good to have you on board. And are you well? You've had a, hang on, it just dawned on me. You've just got the old short back and sides. I trademark last week, but I had you? the hat on. Oh, you had the hat on? Yeah, I had the hat on. All oh, right. Is that what you do? I've gone when pretty you get short. A... It's very short. Is that why you wore the cap all week? Last yeah, week? I thought, oh, gee whiz. <laughs> I'm just noticing it now. Yeah. No, it's no, very you, smart. You went a bit short on me, but um, that's okay. It'll come back. Very aero, aerodynamic. Yep. yep. Well, as you well know, I've been getting on the bike and the gym and. Yes. Punch him away to Christmas. Did I tell you I took my youngest to get a haircut last week? And um, <laughs> he's getting his haircut and I'm glancing up from the phone. I'm just doing a bit of work to prepare mm. for you, of course, in the morning. Yep, everything's going well. Look up again and he's had a, like a lightning bolt shaved oh. into his head. I said, what? Hang on. What, where did that come from? Oh, and the no. barber goes, oh, well, he, he asked me. So, so I did it. I said, you realize this kid is eight years of age? <laughs> Why, well, any chance you were going to look at me and say, is this all right with the old man? So the 2023 family photo on Christmas Day. <laughs> got a big bolt. He's going to have your son with a lightning bolt in his hair. It's pretty funny, actually. I didn't mind it. I congratulated him. But I thought, what's the, what, what if a parent did have a problem with that? And the kid says, oh, shave it all off bald. Yeah, okay. What, what would, what's bar, barber etiquette? Surely you look over at the olds and say, your six-year-old's asking me to do this to his hair. Is this okay? Anyhow. I, I stopped short of you know, calling my kids cowards when they first went to the barber. You know, and they sit the the a board across the chair on the armrests, you know, yep. to sit them up. Yep. You know, and they're, they're howling. <gasps> first haircut. Yeah. Get on with it. No, no. It's a confronting experience for the kids. Up, kids. Den- dentist is worse. How was your weekend? Yeah, it did a bit of cricketing. Had Tom go. Uh, they S won, and S and won one loss. Gee, it was a good idea. The, the grade cricket played three games. They had a 2020 carnival, if you like. Oh, yeah. To, to end the 23 year. Over two days? No. 
One day. Only, only that one day. So they started nine thirty Sunday morning, uh, Saturday morning, and there was three teams involved. So you know there was three games on the day. It was very good. Where was really, this? Really, really good. I didn't leave the cricket till bloody seven o'clock. Love got it. there at just before nine thirty. I had a gorgeous day in the old chair, just sitting there. A couple of people came and said good day, which was bloody rude. <laughs> I know you don't like that. Uh, Timmy said hello. Timmy said hello via the Forty Wings temper this morning, and wishing as well in our final week uh, together for the year. Good on you, Tim. Great to hear from you out in Brighton. So Gee, just, I'll miss you after this week. I'll miss you too, man. Yeah, savagely. Uh, I went to the Carol Saturday night. Actually, did our bit. It's the Seddon Carols. Yeah, uh, Yarraville Gardens. This was right. a big Carol setup out of the Botanical Gardens there in, uh, in Yarraville. Have a suva on the way home. Uh, no suva this time. However, food trucks everywhere. Had a couple of um, um, FM radio station activations. The Western Bulldogs were there doing an activation. Um, there was action everywhere. They've got a permanent stage set up there. So we're all there for the carols. And everyone's got their picnic rugs laid out and their deck chairs and their fancy setups. And everyone's looking festive. Kids are running around with the glow sticks and everything, and we're thinking, right, we'll settle in. Nice sort of a couple of hours of carols and some all-time classics. <sighs> Had to wait two hours for the first carol because one of the most random things I've ever seen at a carol's night, we had a Michael Jackson impersonator. <laughs> what? <laughs> Michael Jackson impersonator. Did a concert. A full-on concert, and it was a spitting image of Jacko, the era where... Um, you know, the, the long hair, the sort of ponytail and the hair down the face there, the full backup dance set, uh, uh, all the classics. I reckon 90 minutes of Beat It, Billie Jean, Thriller, <laughs> no Jingle Bells or Rudolph <laughs> the Red-Nosed Reindeer, just the way you make me feel. It was wow. the most random thing. And then did you have carols? And then we got some carols. And, and, and uh, the carols sung live by someone? They or were, were they... yeah. Had a, choir there, had a choir there choir. and some singers. It was a very good setup, just yep. a bit random that we had We had a bit of thriller for, yeah. the, for the first bit. That was very strange. Very, very strange. But You're I had a, a good weekend. You're a alternative out there, aren't you, it's said? They're a bit different. Yeah. yeah. Creative sort of yeah, type yeah, out there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, arty. <laughs> Let's, I reckon arty's a good – and arty's a yeah. good word. I have nothing wrong with I arty. think there are a lot of arty farties out there. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's what you're getting at. No, a lot of the things you talk about in your community, no, that's what I feel are quite arty. Mm. You, you, yeah, you, you'd like to, you, you can think outside the square a fair, fair bit out there at Seddon. The calm before the storm for me. I had the, one of the best weekends I've had for ages because we did two fifths of bugger all. We did just cleared the decks. Yes, we had a Christmas giant Christmas ride yesterday. Speaking of Christmas events, yeah. yes, magnificent. There was a hundred. You would have loved it, Scoob, driving, trying to get past and you us. You did tell me Michael road. Jackson was there. No, there's about 100 of us on the ride. 100? Yeah, a massive bunch going down Beach Road. You would have loved it as a motorist trying to get past us. But you Beach would have road. been in twos. No, we were. Two two up. 50 all, lots all of two. Yeah, it was amazing. It was a big turnout. Great fun. Want, great brekkie. This is probably, you'll think this is a stupid question, but I, I it, it's to increase my knowledge of riding. So when you're 50 lots of two... Can you swap the two so you talk to someone else for a little yeah. while? Yeah, you do a bit of that. Yeah. Yeah, we went to Morty, then regathered and mixed it up a bit and rode back and had a nice nice breakfast and put all the weight back on afterwards. Magnificent. Where'd you have brekkie? A place called Carter Lovett. And is that on Beach Road or is that back over near Sort Seddon? of Elstonwick. Elstonwick Ish. it would be, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, just off the Nepean Highway. You know the Nepean Highway. 100 of your lob in one joint. Yeah, they saved it all for us out the front. 
and just spread it How out. How good's that? Yeah, it's a pretty impressive cafe, though. So shout but out. Who organises that? You, you got a organi- team captain of your writing group. Shout out to John Darren Rutherford, the head of Giant. He looked after it and looked after us I magnificently. It was good. You asked. I'm telling you. I know bike. But I also found time to watch a Christmas movie. Have you got a Christmas movie classic that you always? Because there's a real thing now for. Oh yeah. Well, I do. There's a real thing now for Christmas movies that aren't Christmas movies, like your Die Hards, all those movies. And I wouldn't mind the original Die Hard. I'm a sucker for the sequel though, Die Hard with a Vengeance. I love that one. Oh yeah. All the Die Hards are like. Yeah. One, if you've got a Christmas movie you turn to that isn't all Jingle Bells and, you know, um, I Snow. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yes, there you afternoon. go. Batman Returns, I think, is another popular one as well. Catch Me If You Can is a Christmas classic. My wife loves. Oh, that's, I've got an update there. My wife loves Christmas movies. Christmas loves, movies. We'll watch one every night for the last two weeks leading into Christmas. What Last night, I don't know what one, you know. What you searching watch? Netflix or whatever for these Christmas so movies. So Beck would have a go-to. Yeah, I go to bed. So look, yeah. Give us a break. Claws will come on the day. Yeah, Claws comes on the day, but you got to – I watched a new one yesterday, Candy Cane Lane with Eddie Murphy, and it had some Eddie Murphy moments in it, to be honest. It just is – geez, he's funny, Eddie Murphy. I could look at him just when he's doing nothing and he makes me laugh. Yeah. Okay. Lethal Weapon. I, I, yes. I, I can do any of those. Another Christmas any classic. Any of those Lethal Weapons. I've, I've returned to Rocky a bit of recent times just to understand how bad those movies were. <laughs> what one? When Rocky All gets absolutely pulverised. <laughs> gets up. Uh, no, no, <laughs> not one of the punches hits him. <laughs> it's just, you know, we were on the cusp then of you know, figuring out you know what what sort of how you, you know, filmed a punch. What angle was the one angle that gave you? That would you know, look so hit. ordinary now. Oh, he was against Clubber Lang. Remember Clubber Lang, yeah. Mister T, with all the chains. Yeah, he was against. <laughs> and seriously, some of Clubber's missed by a meter. <laughs> oh, Rock! Oh, Rock's head went right back. Rocky, Rocky Four is a is a Christmas movie. Adam says off the forty weeks tempo four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. Now, Love Actually, Love Actually, it brings a tear to a glass eye. Love Actually, I haven't watched that's that the, for a that's long, the, long time. That's the where they swap the houses. Right. Now, who's the main? Who's the main uh, performer? Um, the, the lovely Putting English, on the spot, English on the spot there, aren't I? Yeah, you have. Oh, um, savagely. The good-looking Jude Law, I reckon, is one of the names. He's, Hugh, the, he's the English fella. That Hugh Grant's is the, one for a good the brother of the sister. He's the brother of the – his sister goes over to LA and swaps houses uh, and, yeah, you know, they're all fall in love and, yeah, it's fantastic. God, I don't know if I've actually seen that. fantastic. Jack, Emma Thompson? Jack Black. What's his name? Jack. He's in it. He's seen it too. Yeah. Liam Neeson. Oh, our, our listeners Good cast. In it. Good oh, cast. Oh, it's a ripper. And the, the English lady who's the, the lead, she's fantastic and that'll that'll come to me. Emma Grant, I think we might have just to be established. Uh, yeah, but our listeners will tell – and, you know, there's, she's in love with a bloke who she can't love. Yeah, and, okay. Oh, yes, it's yes. just – just tear to oh. glass. And then there's this um, older um, Hollywood – Producer fellow, and he's fantastic. He's the next door neighbour of her when she goes to America. Oh, it's a great show. You got to watch a couple of movies over the festive season, don't you? Would you? Can you believe Talji, our pizza shop owner, yeah, mate. our pizza shop owner from go to the, go to the from Devon Meadows, mm. actually won yep. the Phoenix. Yep. We spoke to him last week. Yep. The, the, the dog Did he's you been not waiting. Think he was capable. He's a twenty-three dollar outsider. No, I didn't oh. think he was capable oh. at all with an ordinary barrier. Not only that, box. 
rather. He had a pun on bucks. Ollie winning the last. Yes, that's right. In Perth, all up his own dog. I well, reckon he put another me in his pocket. Well, because Ollie famously rode Scalacci, mm. obviously, the thoroughbred namesake. So they got a photo with Scalacci, the dog. And then it was meant to be on the day, wasn't it? Certainly what a day not. for Ollie, too. We'll speak to Gareth all about that oh, as well. I'm thinking of holiday, I'm being told here. Not What did I say, love? Actually. Scoob, that's the holiday. Oh, you're yeah. getting confused. Sorry, Life of Brian is a great that's movie. Right. G'day, lads. Brad Pitt, Christine Aguilera, Stephen Spielberg. Birthdays today, says Roy. There you go. Have a great last week. Um, so the holiday, it's what you're thinking of. Not love, yeah, actually. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you, team. So Talji. Goes and wins a million. The dog that he's been waiting his whole life yeah. for at the Phoenix. Amazing. And then he backs Ollie over there in Perth as well. We'll get to that later on. Last three runners wins for Damien Oliver, who bows out at, what, the age of 51, I think he is? Couldn't have predicted it any better. Mm. Couldn't have scripted it any better. No. SEM Breakfast is for Melbourne Airport. Parking, nothing beats Melbourne Airport's terminal parking. You can book online. Summer and country racing is on at the moment. Visit country.racing.com. West Ham, three. Yes. Wolves. No. Yeah, what about the APL? We'll keep an eye on that this We're morning back. as well. We're heading to Europe. Just some other scores. Arsenal 2, Brighton 0, Villa 2, Brentford 1, and Liverpool frustrated overnight uh, just a couple of hours ago by Man U 0-0. And did you see, just before we get to the break, Gary Neville, more praise from Gary Neville for our man Ange Postacoglu at Spurs. He said, where Man City eventually say goodbye or Pep Guardiola says goodbye to Man City, Ange would be the man. That, man City. That would be. Yep. He said Ange would be the man. He, the way Spurs play the game, he says, I've never been more entertained by a style since I stopped playing over the last 10 to 12 years than Spurs right now. Wow. And how quick Ange has been able to do it in, in, in the time that he's had has, uh, has blown him away. We so love Ange. Pretty, pretty heavy praise. We love Ange. Yep. All right. There you go. I think it was a bit of a, you know, took the air out of the balloon, didn't it? Should yesterday? we? Should we be worried about this summer of cricket? It looked ordinary coming in. So Australia beat Pakistan inside four days by 360 runs. Are we? Uh, has me worried about the level the West Indies will play at, to be well, honest. I'm probably putting a bit of a different angle on that. And what's that? Well, I, I'm interested to see what the ICC say about that pitch. The Perth one? Yeah. Why? Well, it was bordered on dangerous yesterday. Yeah. That that crack bloke bowling 123 k's hit Mitch Marsh twice in the head. How's the variable bounce? Like, how's that Nathan Lyon wicket that that bounced? Well, I say bounced. It, it gru- basically grubbed yeah. to skittle. Like, so so, I, I think you know not only to their um, community, not patronise the game, oh, we'll but wins louder louder than anybody about you know that they don't get enough cricket. We over might in the get West. to that. We might get to that, and they got every excuse under the sun. As well, mind I, you. I'm not sure whether that pitch is up to test standard when day four, it's doing what it was doing there. I hate to think if we went to day five. Well, they went into it saying, we want more spice in the wicket. We want it to break up a bit more but than what it did last. So spice is, uh, me coming in bowling that my absolute crackerjacks at 120, hitting Mitch Marsh in the head mm. twice. We'll, we'll get into this out of seven. Yeah, Marsh got one in the grill. Uh, a couple of other batsmen wow. copped it as well. And just as we go I to the break, I, should have any. I want to ask you I want to ask you a question to Stu on this as we go to a, the break. Get Goss on the phone. No, we don't want to do Mitch Marsh, named player of the match, 90 and mm-hmm. a 63 not out. And a popular choice, given not where right. he hails from. Is Warner stiff? I know he made a duck in the second innings. He had 164 in the first innings to lay the platform and set it all up. 
and it all got set up then. 164. He's stiff. Was he stiff? Yeah. I reckon very, he was very, 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 very stiff. But Mitch did. What, he comes like a, in and. A, a, a really good, like a, a ripping 90, and then, you know, on a pitch that's crap, peeled off another 60-odd not out. That's that's a good effort too. Try well, my I best not to they... water down his contribution, but when you hit 164 in the first innings to, to lay the platform at the top of the order, would have got my votes. I, I must admit, I'm probably with you on that. And are you with us? Oh four double three ninety eight eleven sixteen. There's a lot of cricket to get to, of course. All the wash up from the first test over there in Perth. Ian Healy's going to join us to to help us do that. The Australian wicket keeping legend as well. We're going to talk about the goat Nathan Lyon and where he's found himself in the in now the pantheon of Australian uh, bowlers. Gareth Hall to chat about Ollie's farewell over there in uh, the state of WA as well. Questions of that note are still ahead of us. And SEM Breakfast is powered, as always, by Kubota. For more than 40 years, they've been making tomorrow matter, shaping and building Australia together. Summer Breakfast on SEM. Yes, it is. Sam Edmonds, Simon O'Donnell with you on a Monday morning. Uh, this text has just dropped us. Uh, Come on, boys. Give us a spell from the chick flicks. Bad Santa is a movie you want to watch. You ever watch Bad Santa? I watched Billy Bob Thornton. But I will be watching Bad Santa. Wildly, it sounds good. Wildly, uh, wildly inappropriate and politically incorrect. Uh, you will chuckle, I reckon. Uh, I'm, I'm writing that down, Bad Santa. Bad Santa. We watched tonight. And uh, this text goes on to say, cricket in Perth is not in a good place. I am from Perth. While Optus Stadium is a fantastic venue for cricket or even bloody cold play, you go sit in the baking sun, it's crap. They should have kept the whacker going. Could have a permanent pitch and a crowd of 25,000 with a great atmosphere. We shouldn't get either of the big two, England or India, oh. for test cricket. Blimey, that's a scathing text. But uh, the crowd, now that we're talking about it, yesterday was nine. The official crowd by the end was nine thousand two hundred and forty-four on a Sunday. On Saturday, fifteen thousand nine hundred and fifty-six. So over the four days, uh, under the sixty thousand, more than last year's West Indies Test series at the same venue, and it is said to be a record attendance for a Perth Test featuring Pakistan. But. Uh, Less than 60,000 over the four days, Scoop. Um, and plenty of people are coming to defend it as well, mind you. Perth locals or otherwise, um, we, we're looking at um, populations of Perth and the ratio to fill up this. We're saying, oh, you know, work and school during the week. And then, oh, but all the club cricketers that couldn't go on the Saturday as well, the thousands of those. At the end of the day, are you having it? And is it disappointing? Oh, I'd like to see more people there. Yeah, I would. And, and you know, for... for the unique manner in which cricket is played over there because of the pitch, you know, I, I, I thought more people would come. But there probably is a transition stage from the wacker to this new ground that, you know, many would many would still. The wacker was no. The, the wacker had what they go to the wacker by accident. The, you know how we have the line up for the Boxing Day test. You know, people go in and people say, "Oh man, I've sat in the same seat." You know, yeah. The boxing Boxing Day for thirty eight years you and the think, members and what, really no there there used to be a dash at the wacker because you used to when you they'd open the gates on day one you know you'd see these people dashing in to get their their seat in the you know the Lily Marsh stand and those sort of things so uh, I don't know if there's some kickback from that I, I think it should be better attending than what it is but um, you know Perth have got to have some international cricket but they'll they'll never get the good stuff because the people don't come and watch no, fifteen thousand so, on the Saturday you know and I think I think that that in itself those figures in itself says hey 
you, you're not you're not going to get the A graders. We'll give you the Bs and the Cs every now and then, mm. but you're not getting A's. Mm. And they're saying also, well, you don't give us the A's, we don't go. Yeah, yeah, chicken or the egg. Yeah, so they're in a bit of a tough spot. You, you mentioned the man of the match. Now I know Mitch Marsh got got a wicket. Yeah. In the first, sorry, I need to. I, I did know that. I know he got Barbara's arm. I know he got the 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 king wicket there. But gee whiz, even with that. So what was that? I'm one just for? doing some research on who awarded the man of the match. Oh. I've had a couple of texts come through. It may have been Mitch Johnson. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or lock, or lock Mitch Marsh for player of the series. Yeah, then, yeah. It. yeah he, he, I think he did. He's doing weight, rating points this morning in the Western Australian. And I think David Warner got two. <laughs> <laughs> but Nathan Lyon chasing the five hundred—that was the entertainment that we needed in a lopsided contest. Uh, the reviews and the drama for the goat to get to five hundred. Tommy's in Glen Iris. He joins us on the open line. How are you, Tommy? Oh, very well, mate. Love that victory yesterday. It was a sensational performance from the boys. Was indeed. Uh, absolutely dominant, wasn't it? And what about the GOAT? Oh, mate, he's unbelievable, isn't he? He's just all conditions all over the world. He just gets it done. And I feel like Warner McGrath, uh, you know, they're the greatest bowling partnership we've ever had. But Stark and Lyon has to be just about the second best, yeah. best bowling yeah. partnership of all time. Good shout. Well Good, Good shout there, Tommy. So it's Warren 708, McGrath 563, and then Nathan Lyon, the former curator, 501 test scalps. It's not a bad story. Extraordinary. It's not a bad story, Tommy. Yeah, all conditions. They get it done. Stark and Lyon, it's probably underrated, I feel. Some Australian cricket fans probably don't rate them high enough, but I reckon they're unbelievable the way they bowl together. Yep, very nicely put by you. Uh, he's a great of the game in this in this country. What a career. I did like Kerry O'Keefe's line as well. He goes from Mr. Bean to Thor. Mm. <laughs> There's a bit um, of Mr. Bean about him, doesn't he? Do you, why isn't the Australian cricket team more lauded and loved by our community? Oh boy, that's a deep question with a long. Many, oh, we've got we've got we've got several. We've got another hours two and a half hours to figure it out because I find that they are nearly one of the greatest teams we've oh. ever put on the ground. Yet still, there's people out there laying the boots in. So this is comes back to the attendance as well. So if we're World Test champions, fifty over champions, T Twenty champions, and they're playing in your backyard, and you, you get. The fifteen or twenty three thousand across a weekend is probably not enough, but well, it all a lot of it traces back to matters in South Africa, doesn't it? Surely. Well, and 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 yeah, I don't think we'll will we ever forgive this era for that and the sledging and the sledging blowback before that uh, as well, and the and the way we conducted ourselves in the uh, in the in the middle and bit of sledging. Well, nothing. A bit of sledging was fine, but I think people couldn't cop the fact that we were a particularly nasty side there for a period of time. And we had to, we had to revert back under, well, initially under Tim Payne's captaincy of all, well, we'll, we'll play hard but fair, but we won't go over the line. The South Africans and all the others didn't come at the no, Australians I'm, with just as much. I'm just giving you my impression of of your question. But, but and will the best we ever forgive them for it? Because I, I find it quite. Amazing. There's still the plaudits for this team is oh, well, way under. There's loved players in that team now. Like Marshall mentioned, Head is is magnificent, and he's if he does ascend to the captaincy in time, I think that'll be a wildly popular uh, choice. But it's um, great to hear from Tommy. So, oh, wasn't that fantastic? The boys yesterday, but I don't hear much of that. Well, I think a lot of people don't like Paddy Cummins either. We know that the captain for oh, a, I find it. stick to cricket, which is not his. 
Not his go. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. That's not his go either. Yeah, it's quite amazing. You know, the the sacking of uh, of Langer and how that all went down. Was that right? So that turned people off. Oh, the players, you know, the, the cart is steering the horse, mm-hmm. allegedly. Yeah. People don't like that. Yep. Yeah. It all goes into the melting yeah, pot of... See, so yeah, Pat comes in his press conference. He was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. The way he spoke about Mitch Marsh and his growth and why. And, you know, yeah. he, he, you know he, he's learnt... That scoring runs as he's go, it doesn't matter how he looks when he scores them, he's just got to score them. Is, is there is there something inherently ingrained in us that we, we, not that we've got tall poppy syndrome, but that we like our sides to battle a bit? We like them to be in the trenches and the underdogs and the, and oh, we, we top all the mighty test nations when we, when we probably think that we wouldn't, as opposed to top of the pops, the dominant force. But on Thursday, people were still drop kicking David Warner. He scored over 160. The first morning of the Test match, set the Test match up for Australia, and people still wanted to drop kick him. Okay, here you go. Here's some feedback for your question. Public struggles to relate to them. They lost a lot of respect in South Africa with the sandpaper. Australian cricket team full of unlikable types. Not a patch on the legends of the 2000s. Too many flogs in the team, says 183. It's the way they lose, says 323, not the way they win that I hate. So a lot of those texts coming to through. Lose? The players are arrogant and not liked. Um, it's it's quite amazing. I just I, I I thought about it last night. I thought you couldn't get a better eleven or a better squad with the success they're having yet. That's amazing at the moment. The, yeah. they're, they're rated well under many of the sides of the past. Mm. Uh, David, sit tight. I know you're in Townsville. We will get to you. Uh, my apologies. Be we, wet, we, David, we, I reckon. We better, yeah, we're keen for a weather update too, uh, David. Hope you're well up there. We'll just get the news headlines and we'll come to you straight away. The Melbourne Mavericks are here. Get a Mavs membership today. Hit to melbournemavericks.com.